Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. It's a Wednesday night. And no, it is not. It's We Heart Worry. This is, sorry, this is We Heart Worry. It was good to give them some context. They probably go, what night was that recorded on a toll? Uh, Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night. Hmm. We're both in our own homes. Respective. Respective homes. Doing yeah. this via Zoom. Yes. And this is We Heart Worry. Uh, it's a comedy podcast about worry. That voice you've just heard is the voice of Philippa Leonardo Dunn. Dunn. Leonardo Dunn and that you <laughs> just before you heard uh, the other one mm-hmm. uh, this the yeah is Yasmin yeah Stephanie Akram <laughs> she's in her house yeah what Close. is your middle name oh you're gonna love this are you ready yeah Barbara beautiful confirmation name would you like confirmation name oh yes please Bridget beautiful Barbara Bridget gorgeous if I had been, if I'd had an A for my mm. first name, my initials would spell Abba. Oh, very nice. But they don't. They spell oh, Yuba. Alas and alack, there was some, uh, missed a trick there now. <laughs> what about yourself, Phil? What's the middle um, and confirmation name, please? Anna Maria Elizabeth. <sighs> Anna Maria Elizabeth. Anna Maria is the um, the baptismal name. Oh, my Lord, I love it. Well, it is a combo of the two grannies. Nice. Who were Anne and Mary? Not as nice as Anna Maria. <laughs> Anna Maria is the kind of way of gussing it up to sound. I like uh, it's got a, it's got exquisite. like a Mediterranean flair to it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And there was nothing Mediterranean about either my grannies, unfortunately. So, um, uh, yeah, it's Anna Maria, and then Elizabeth was the um, confirmation name, mostly chosen because at the time I really liked Beth from Neighbours. And uh, was that Natalie and Brulia? Oh yeah, <laughs> and um, she yeah she was beautiful, beautiful girl. And I thought yeah, I'll have a bit uh, of that. Anything that brings me closer to that kind of a vibe, I will have. Oh, I and get I, it. Yeah, and I th- I read that um, Beth is short for Elizabeth. It is. Yes. Yeah. And Saint Elizabeth. This is how this is how you narrowed down. Your because mm-hmm. there was so much choice. I mean, there's so much choice. So much choice at twelve. It pick a name. So much choice. You want Tracy or a Vicky at back in the nineties. You wanted yes. a Tracy or a Vicky yeah. or a Shannon or something, kind of hip to the groove. But you were encouraged to go the route of the Catholic saint. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, and then to narrow it down even further, you were encouraged to pick uh, the name of a saint whose feast day landed close enough to your birthday. No, that was what you were doing. <laughs> just saying it back out loud. Just what a pile of fucking bollocks! What a pile of 
cock and balls. Like you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. They just they don't want you picking Vicky or Tracy. They don't know. We were told absolutely it's a saint's name you're taking. Mm -hmm. Get over it Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. A little bit like the the reason that you uh, picked Elizabeth, Saint Bridget was meant to be the hot one of all the saints, and that's why I picked it. And she was meant to like animals, and I went. Those two things are Mm. very important to me: being hot and being near animals. Not at at twelve. I wasn't obviously worried about being hot. I wanted to be pretty, like you know. Yeah. I, 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 let, let's that's just normal. say that now yeah but that's I, I didn't hear any of this uh, pick one that's uh, close to you pick the feast who knows? <laughs> yeah who, who knows it could have just been like uh, the deadline's tomorrow write something yeah. down I don't even know if you had to write I can't even remember back that far but um, that was the way we, it was kind of narrowed down um, now yeah, anybody the, can we've given people the tools to steal our identities if they want mm. Oh shit! Yeah. Good luck. I mean, if you think I put a Bridget on any important documentation, you're wrong. Or maybe yeah, I, I do. do That's you? the thing. Now I've just left it very cryptic. Do I put Bridget or don't I? You try and steal my identity. See mm. how far that takes you. Mm. You won't like where you won't like the corners you'll go to. You won't. <laughs> you'll find yourself trapped at some stage. Exactly, and I won't help you out because I'll be living as my new assumed name, Mary Pizza. Oh. How would you spell pizza? Would you spell it double Z-A? Yes, yeah, like like okay. the food. <laughs> okay. Imagine if you spelled it P-E-A-T-S-A. Pizza. <laughs> but, every, but every time you went anywhere, you go, what's your name? Mary Pizza. And they start putting down P-I-Z-Z. And you go, no, 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 no. You've got me wrong. It's P-E-A-T-S-A. Or you could spell it um, as they spell pizza Oscalica, which is pizza. P-I-O-T-S-A. P-I-O-T-S-A. That's how they spell pizza. 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 Yeah. It's a little bit like, you know, when people say, like, who are called Aoife. And some people say, Aoife. Aoife. Oh, well, I'm, yeah. I might just, well, I'll stick to the Italian spelling for Mary mm. Pizza because um, she's international. Yeah, yeah. Um, p- pizza's, like, internationally recognised. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So it's, actually, it's it could go in your favour, so that when you are somewhere and you go, "What's the name?" Mary Pizza. They know exactly how to spell your name. There's no spelling. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. like, "Can you spell that for me?" Yeah. Explain for me, please, how you spell your name. There's none of that. You'll never I, encounter that. That's a, exactly. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's a wise move. If I ever go missing, yeah. you look for Mary Pizza. Okay. Just that's that's your cue. That'll be your. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, you she, told me, she told me, she told me once, she told me once. Oh, what was it again? Miss, oh God, what was it? It was, it was Mary something. Mary Burger. No, um, Mary Lasagna. Mary no. Burrito. <laughs> what was it now? I cannot, I, God. I wish I'd written it down or recorded it. Well, she'll have to stay lost now. She'll have to stay mm. lost. Sorry, um, as or should I say Mary? Mary. Um, mm. Mary, please get it right. Philippe. Sorry. It's mm. your turn to go first this week with the old worries. What worry. have you been worrying about this week? Well, um, I didn't actively worry about this. I was reminded of a worry that I had when I was a child. Right. And the reason, okay, I'll just form the background of why I started worrying about this thing in the first place was, Great. I can't remember how old I was, maybe eight slash nine. And one day my dad appeared home from work from the office 
Or did he even? He might have come home on a Saturday. I don't know. He's, um, he's, he's home. He's, he's home. home in this story. And he's carrying a book. And this book was lent to him by a friend. Don't know the friend, can't remember. But I remember asking him, where'd you get this book, like? It was giant. It was so big. And it was a book on the paranormal. Sorry, sorry the paranormal. Just, let, let's just, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your father <laughs> arrives in the door mm. with a massive in size, like mm. like a massive in size book. <laughs> mm. The paranormal. Okay. A huge giant volume of a book. Right. Mm. On the paranormal. <laughs> Maybe he'd been to like a meeting of his secret sect or something. I don't yeah. know. And they, they gave him some reading material for the weekend <laughs> to peruse. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this And they said to him, listen, I'll be honest with you, you can't put this in your pocket. <laughs> this is a two hand <laughs> number. And uh, if you're going to lift it off the floor, bend your knees. <laughs> Protect your back. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, so he came home with this book and it was huge, like, and it was on the paranormal. Right. And there was all sorts, oh, there was all sorts. There was aliens. There was ghosts. There was, now I was au fait with ghosts. I was au fait mm-hmm. with um, vampires and werewolves. Right. Now, when I say au fait, I don't mean okay. I was not okay with ghosts because I remember the first <laughs> I'm read about ghosts. I didn't sleep for a fortnight. I was about seven. The first time oh. you ever heard about a ghost? Oh my God, you were up. Who who oh. slept through that night? Not a wink. There was, I remember being in my cousin's house in Dublin and they had that book. I'm going to, while, I'm going to be really rude. While you're doing your worry, I'm going to Google it because I have to, everyone knows this book. It was like a reference book. It was in most schools um, and it was about ghosts. And I oh, remember reading. I never it. got. Maybe I was. It was kept away from me because I was too sensitive. Okay, I'm gonna call look a huge it up. Delay. I'm gonna Google it. Hang on, I'm gonna Google it here because I just. What are you gonna to... look up? Because it's it's. I feel quite left out if everybody knew of this book in in RLS. I think it was an Osborne book, and it was just ghosts, ghosts, and where to find them. Yes. <laughs> was it I the, the great big book of Irish ah, ghosts? Ah, got this. I have it. Yeah. Um. The world of the unknown. Ghosts. Ooh. The ghosts edition. Here. Does this ring any bells to you? Oh, it does look yes. slightly familiar, but not. Yes. On the cover, there's a screaming skull. Mm-hmm. There's um, the apparition of a monk. <laughs> um, there's strange happenings that a candle been blown out. Don't know what's strange about that because everyone knows candles. I mean, look, that could just be after a dinner party. That's not unknown. Mm. That's mm. just blow, Space blown out. Be. Yeah, or your average, yeah, your birthday party, um, haunted houses, etc. Right. So in that book, there was, I think there was ghost photography of like pictures of famous photographs of ghosts. Oh and I, my shit! Mm, and I, as I went f- flitting through it, there, there was certain sections of the paranormal I was fine with. Okay, I'd, I'd encountered them before, and uh, they weren't new to me. But there was a section that was very new to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was between Loch Ness monster and. <laughs> fucking alien abduction I don't know but it was spontaneous human combustion (laughs) so I read the section on spontaneous human combustion and I went oh no of all the people oh (laughs) upon that you have me clocked Um, I was like so I was like eight nine whatever I don't know what age but I was just like sorry sorry now of all the things in life that can happen to one do you mean to also tell me that without you even knowing you could just blow up in the night? 
into flames and then all that's left of you in the morrow is a pile of ash and your uh, feet in slippers because they're they're the only pictures if you google spontaneous human combustion combustion it's it's all that they're just like fragments of your body left with a pile of ash and what's the so can I, you remember even sorry to interrupt phil no. but it's just pressing on my mind hmm. what's the symptoms <laughs> that one could be leaning up to a spontaneous combust well you see nobody knows because nobody survives oh, so yeah. it's not like if someone could say oh before I blew up into flame uh, I, I did itchy elbow or I had slept awful bad the night before um, you know I had too much sherry with the dinner <laughs> um, <laughs> you know there's nobody to kind of recount this unfortunately because it's, yeah, it's all, just so all... destructive Oh God! Did, Sorry, did anybody? No, I'm I, like, listen. Has anyone? Do you know anyone who's spontaneously human combusted? Well, or they're, no, they're n- like, not personally. No. Has it? But, has it phased out? <laughs> no. This is the thing. A few years ago in Galway, in the west <laughs> of Ireland, a man died. Right. And it was the only, um. It was like went to the coroner's court or yeah. And there was the only explanation that could be given. The only explanation that could be given. Was that he? Yeah. A man in Ireland. Hmm. Terrifying. That is. Terrifying. Yeah. It's just he... so bloody weird. It's just oh, so God, weird. so many questions. Yeah. I mean, I um, mean, like two. <laughs> like <laughs> like what, what causes it? They don't like, know. What, what causes it? And... Does anyone ever know? Or like, you know, my cousin, that happened to my cousin. But if it's in Galway, right. I'm sure, listen, I'm sure we know someone who knows, someone who knows that man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it, it was, it was, ter- it was like, okay. So when you read in a reference book, you go, oh, spontaneous, oh yeah, spontaneous human combustion. That is potentially the thing of legend, right? Yeah. And there's all these stories saying it happened here, it happened here, it happened here. And the most recent one was like in the 70s. But when I saw it in the newspaper in the last decade, and it was oh in Galway, uh, I didn't grow up far from Galway. I was like, excuse what? Yeah. So it's not the thing of legend. It's still out there as it's a thing. It's that it's happened mm. in Galway. I mean, let's mm. first of all, here was me laughing it up, Phil, when you said spontaneous, spontaneous mm. I can't say it, spontaneous human it's combustion. Human combustion. And now I'm just going... What if someone he was related to is listening to this podcast and they're going, oh, la- laugh it up, you Exactly. Bitch. Exactly. My, Happened my to uncle my died. uncle. I mean, we both said uncle. He's, so he's de- like, we're oh. feeling that he's his strong uncle vibes mm. from this mm. guy, even though we Isn't don't know it? him. So, uh, so, so <clears throat> when I was a child, I read this. Right. I went, oh my God, that's horrendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the visuals of it to go with it, all the pictures and all this. Um. So I spent the next few weeks having awful trouble going to sleep at night because I was just worrying going what if I explode what if I also, explode when now you're worrying and you you get you don't get warm yes and I would touch my face <clears throat> excuse me my voice cracked the motion there I would touch my face <laughs> I would touch my you know where your neck meets your chest I would touch my decolletage 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 I would, I would touch that do you call that. it decolletage on a small child though or is that is it just chest Decolletage seems like a lady word. Well, when we were kids, you would have been called your front. 
Hold that t-shirt up against your front there. See, there's a face. See, put it on. Try it on there. Up against your front. <laughs> so I used to touch the I used to touch the top of my front. <laughs> And yeah, I was probably warm due to stress. Also warm due to the fact that I'm in bed. (laughs) And then I would touch my ears. I remember touching my ears and they would always be hot. But then (laughs) it's only years within hindsight that I realised my ears run hot anyway. So, (laughs) right. So that they weren't a good barometer or thermometer to check. Bum cue. Yeah. So, and then I used to resort to my um, faultless uh, kind of um, safety seeking behaviour, which was if I count to 10 and I haven't exploded, maybe there'll be (laughs) Maybe there's hope yet for the night. (laughs) So I used to lie there in bed going, one, two, three, four. And I was dragging it out because, like, that would give me, you know, extra long time to live. Six, yeah, seven, you, you're eight. Going, I'm not listening. I'm not going one to three. I'm not. I, I, like, no. I'm prepared to see if this could happen. Yeah, and then I get to ten. I go, okay, we're still here. We're still intact. We haven't blown up yet. One, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> so it wasn't like if I haven't exploded after ten, I'm going to drop it and leave it. You were like, no, you're just going to continue on that loop of tens. Went back into tens. Yeah, I could just kept counting. No, but I was a child. This is the mind of a child. At this work, is the mind okay? of a child. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, and then I'm so if I sorry heard this happened to you, it's fine. It was just one of many things I worried about as a kid. And if there was a parent walking past the room, mm-hmm. I go, I, I, "Come in here a sec. Come in here a sec." And I, I dress it up as though I was um, inviting them in for something else, as in going. <laughs> Oh, you just wouldn't believe catch what... up. Just a quick yeah. catch up. You wouldn't believe what happened to school today. God, we got the worst homer. Home ago. Anyway, sit down the end of the bed. I just want to ask you. Um, well, I, I would go, give me your hand. Do I, do I feel hot here in the face? Does the top of my front feel hot? And they'd be like, no, you feel fine. I'd go, yeah, grand, grand. And then if they said, why are you asking? I would never dare say yeah. out loud, to be honest with you, ma'am, to be honest with your dad. What I'm really worried about at the moment is that I might burst into flame and mm-hmm. like die. I, yeah. I was, I just, I knew that if I said that out loud, I would look ridiculous. So I knew that the worry was totally ridiculous. It didn't stop it from like completely listen, consuming me. As you're saying, when you say to a tiny child, listen, people can, sometimes they just burst into flames and, and that's it. That's the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't really know what happens. So yeah, that's it. That's the only information I have. Go on, pop off, you'll be grand. On, on about your day. You just go, that's going to... Because when you're a kid, everything revolves around you. Mm. So you're just mm. naturally going to think, well, it's going to happen to me because I'm the centre of my world. Mm. It's not going to happen to someone far away. But that's... Yeah. <laughs> this happens in the world, says the book. So mm-hmm. naturally it could come after me. This is this is potentially my fate. Also, oh, your dad comes in with anything, you're, you're going to go, whatever he's reading is is factual information hmm i think it was yeah it was something to do with the fact that he brought the book home so it was like you know, to be honest i doubt he even opened the book at once where did, you know, did he say, ever say where he got it from no it was a friend i remember it was a friend though it went back eventually like we didn't have it forever it was only on loan um men are shocking into ufos aren't they god love them but they seem to love they? them are they i mean women like let's not i'm not gonna 
just say it's one gender, but it seems to be men who love a UFO. Maybe woman, gadgetry. W- woman, woman, just the one. Love vampires. Oh. Yes, because they're, they're dangerous. Of... Oh, yeah. Gary Oldman and Dracula. Yes, please. Oh, I love that film. Me too. I watched it recently and I thought, this is great. Two two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> uh, and also, it has Keanu Reeves. It has Keanu Reeves. Do you yeah. remember um, years ago in the RT guide, they used to have a movie review section. But what they do is they would just put, print the same reviews. So if they, like if you had the same, and it made sense. Like hmm. why would you do different reviews for movies if you had uh, Bram, Bram Stoker's, I said it again, Bram Stoker. I said that before, <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram um, Stoker. And then like two years later, some other channel was playing it. But the same, it's the same film. Oh, of, of course. But they had in it, and me and my sister used to piss ourselves. They always had in it, uh, a dig at Keanu Reeves' accent and they used to say they used to phonetically spell out is the castle far because that's one of his lines and I always think about that when I think of Dracula is the castle far oh god I won't be able to watch that film again I'll be like hanging on tenterhooks for that line it early on Phil though before we wrap up this worry though I just want to know is there any present day uh, fear of spontaneous human combustion no you see um I, I should have taken a clue from the, 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 the title. Spontaneous. <laughs> Anything yeah. that is by nature spontaneous. There's fuck all you can do about it. Yeah. And in hindsight, it was just classic worry because I knew it was a stupid thing to worry about because I daren't say it out loud for the fear of having the piss taken out of me. And I still do the exact same thing. I worry about absolutely stupid things that I internalise and mull over and torture myself with because I know if I said it out loud, someone would go, you know, are you honestly worrying about that? Like that is so, that's what this podcast is about, is saying the yeah. things out loud that you're like, God, am I the only one who worries about that kind of shit? Like, or is, is this, yeah, by nature being a human, it's, it's bound to be common because we all are more similar than we think we are. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just classic worry. It's classic worry. It's like, um, I like that it was an old school worry because it's the, it's those kinds of things I think as a child, when you're anxious mm. that you know they say that thing i'm um, showing me the child at seven and i'll show you the man oh and it's like who who we are when we're seven is pretty much unless we we actively seek to change because mm. everything that you believe about the world is downloaded into you by the time you're seven mm. which is i know it's crazy god um, i'm gonna spend the rest of the night thinking about what i was up to when i was seven and Oh, listen, kind of... that's all I do as a, as a navel gazing so-and-so. I'm always like, <laughs> and then that happened. And that's why I believe that's why I believe that thing about that thing. Oh, but it's the formative year, the formative years. But they um, but the, it's exactly what you say about shame, Sh- that that thing of like, don't say it to anybody because it's so embarrassing. Hmm. Whereas when you say it, people go, oh, yeah, I, I absolutely 100 percent understand mm. that. I, I think I would have been. um kind of pushed to find somebody in my class who was worrying about similar things to know guys anyone here there's 31 of us here guys anyone here also worrying about consumed is anyone else consumed by spontaneous human combustion at the moment no i'm the only one okay grand that's fine just no it's not even me i was asking for a friend my cousin in dublin yeah (laughs) yeah but i I bet you if you they probably didn't know but if you said it they'd all be bricking it they'd all be bricking oh yeah if i told them i would have ruined a lot of people's night's sleep i'd say I, I, like I yeah. would have been worried. I think it's a legitimate 
young worry. I mean, now mm. if you were saying that, I'd go, okay, I think it's, I think it's time to let that one go. But yeah. as, uh, it was yeah. age appropriate. Yeah. I don't know what happened during the week that made me think of it. And I went, oh God, yeah, I remember worrying about that. And then I just realized it's like, it doesn't matter the subject matter. It was just same old pattern, classic worry. Find something you find distressing. Hang on to it. Internalize it. Feel awful about it. Don't share it because you think you're a freak and you're the only one who worries about those things. And then just struggle through until it kind of dissipates. See, this is, this is though, I think, sorry, this is, this is though, the yes, thing that I is. think we all need yes. to be aware of is that this. your sneaky little bastard mind, not yours, mm. Phil, I mean one's sneaky little bastard mind, yeah. says, don't you dare open your mouth. And mm. so you suffer with these things that as soon as I, it happened to me recently, I was beating myself up and beating myself up for something for months. And I was out with the sister and I said it to her. I said, I feel this way. I feel not good enough. I feel not good enough because this thing happened and I've been so ashamed of it and I don't want to say anything to anybody. And she just looked at me and she went, oh, I totally understand that. Yeah, of course. Like, I get it. But like, mm. it's, it's, and then, and then also when I said it, I was able to go, of course, that's not my fault. And of course, that doesn't mean I'm not good enough. That's just, mm. and it had held me prisoner mm. for ages. I was obsessively thinking about it mm. and I couldn't let it go. And then it was that moment where you just think oh, oh look my back's up against the wall I'm just gonna fucking say it because I'm it's causing me pain now mm. so yeah that's the thing about shame it wants to keep you in a cupboard it just wants to make you really small and it makes you just want to sit in a like sit away from everyone else and keep yourself away from everyone else and keep yourself small mm. Um, I haven't read anything about shame in a long time but Brené Brown has a really good book on it yeah she's amazing she's just good stuff on shame and it, uh, yeah it's that thing of like I daren't say it because because I'm so ashamed of this thing. I'm it makes me, you know, lesser than, it makes me inadequate. And because humans are hardwired to be part of a group mm. and to be included, if we fear anything, if sorry, if 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 we are holding on to anything that we fear will make us rejectable, mm. we especially won't say it out loud because we're afraid that like if I let that out, I'm going to be rejected. I'm going to be seen as disgusting. I'm going to be seen as like unacceptable and that's death. Mm. But then surprise, surprise, you say it out loud and um, against all your like internal advice, don't say it, don't say it. And then you finally say it and then it's like, oh, actually, not only am I not the like not the only one who's ever felt this way, but I'm actually accepted more because I have shared it. It completely. I think that that's the... The thing that we're taught, which is actually worrying about the present moment, the current climate that we're living in is like with social media, the whole thing is I have to show my life as a perfect thing. Mm. I have to keep this is where I went last night. This is what I wore. This is, you know, how much money I make. And you don't connect with people through perfection. You connect Mm. with people through relatability. Is that a word? Sometimes yeah, I'm more. I know what you're saying. I yes, know what you're saying. I'd be just kind of going. This is a, a like the your humanity is the thing that connects you and your mm. and your vulnerability. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, that's what Brené Brown says as well. So mm. I'm, I'm just making her words. That's the word. Vulnerable, so I don't want vulnerability. To make more, more words, willy nilly, Phil. Willy nilly.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. this week well it only happened today so i feel like it, i'm bringing a fresh worry to the table it's mm. um i it's kind of like how do i how do i even start so i was it was doing a meeting mm. right a meeting about my work and mm. so i don't really want to say about what so i was having this meeting with the people that i work with and i had to basically just uh go through all my projects and say what was going on so that's so I'm a writer and a screenwriter and uh, I was doing that and so all that was happening was they go okay so this project jazz uh like what's going on with it like where where in development is it uh tell us if, like a few lines about uh what the the story is and I felt so and I had emailed them before with it so everybody had it hmm. I I knew what that I know what they're all about because I've been I've been working on them but it was like I was in school and every time mm. they said okay so what's this next one about I go it's him it's him it's about um it's about the I, and I was like all were like it's even happened to me now but like words left me yes and, and I started to stumble and at one point and at one point I forgot the word autumn oh and I went <laughs> um so it could happen April no sorry August no sorry it's the other a word it's not winter. It's, Anywhere between um, late August and early November, that time frame, you know, when went, um, Halloween and... Halloween, I went, I want to say fall. They say that in America. <laughs> <laughs> so you just and slipped then, into like word association. Yeah. And eventually Ish. I got to autumn, but I'm going, hmm. here's me trying to convince these people that I'm a good writer and I've lost all ability to speak or yes. have any words flowing. Um, and I do it on this podcast. I do it quite a bit where I talk very fast and I use 50 words where I could use five. So I I tend to like word vomit an awful lot. I just kind of felt like I had to have a word with myself about the whole imposter syndrome thing. Oh, yeah. And feeling like, again, not qualified or, or 
not educated enough to be to be kind of in charge of my work in that way and to just sit there and go yeah relaxed I know I know how to give a two-line summary of these things and to say that's doing that that's there that's there and so that's it everybody's on my side everybody just wants to like nobody's there to go excuse me you use that word Mm. instead of that word (laughs) call yourself a writer it's Um, awesome (laughs) the word is awesome um, and then afterwards, of course, I sent an email and said, I'm so sorry, I can't believe I couldn't think of the word autumn. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, I don't know. I think sometimes I, so I didn't go to university. I left school and I had one of those dreams the other night about um, being in school and, and, and saying to my mom, I think I want to leave, can I leave school early? Because I don't, I don't really want to be in school like I'm not doing anything there because I knew Mm. I was always going to be creative I didn't really know I thought it was you know I wanted to be an actor but I just knew that I was kind of wasting my time in school because it was kind of like I'd do it every so often I'd go in and do a tour I'd say hi to some people but other than that you check in I check in but I played truant an awful lot did you oh my god Phil I was renowned for it I used to go in do a couple of classes and think to myself oh that's enough I'm heading I've, home. I've, I've touched base. I'm off away now. And my mom used to work. She worked one day on, one day off. And she would be gone from like seven o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night. So she'd be even gone before we got out of bed. So sometimes my mom would go to work and she'd go, you know, yes, it's time to get up. And I go, okay. And then I'd hear her leave and I just get straight back into bed again. <laughs> um, and I learned how to forge her signature. So I was able to write myself all the notes you could possibly need in the world. So I, yeah, so I think sometimes there's a part of me, I mean, even when I I, I worry about making up words, I always think that there's something quite academic about being a writer that obviously you don't really have when you're an an actor. I mean, obviously, obviously there's very well-educated actors, but I think it's just that thing of, of being, you're meant to be smart. And I do think of myself as as being smart, but I don't think of myself as being educated because I'm not. Because I basically tapped out of school and and the want to learn at about 14 and went and did my leaving cert. But it was a complete waste of everybody's time. And then I then I just kind of arsed around, then moved here and went to drama school. But it was but yeah, it's it's the, the thing of how did this person who had no fucking life plan and no no ability to to i don't know to 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 be in a like in a meeting thing talking about things and projects and stuff i don't know it sounds like again i always fucking worry that i'm hum- it sounds like i'm a bit fucking humble bragging on this thing i'm just going to my, my projects no. or no my b- boobs i don't know but- <laughs> <laughs> no uh what i was going to say to you when you first started saying like it was the meeting and whatever um i was just going to ask you was the voice in the head saying you don't deserve this fucking meeting. What are you doing on this meeting? Why do you have these people on Zoom listening to you talking? Why would you do that? Why would you be having that? All that shit. Like, it's all that. The voice. Yeah, it's like. Telling I, you to I'm, sit in the box and just stay there. I totally. It was like, this is a waste of people's time. Um, I, I, I sometimes, I'm, I'm trying to get better at it. Being apologetic as soon as I arrive on a Zoom call. Oh, yeah. You know, and you sent the email going, sorry about the loss of the word. Yeah. 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 Like even um, 
I only recently, like in the last couple of years, I've realized that when I am meeting anybody, whether it be in the flesh or on a Zoom call, I don't mm. have to go into jokes straight away. Like we can just mm. sit there and have a nice conversation and then go- get on with our meeting. I don't have to entertain anybody who comes mm. into my orbit. It's not mm. it's not my job to try and make other people like I used to yeah. be like guilty of trying to MC a conversation. Right. Like it sounds like that um, before the conversation has even started, you feel like you have to prove why you're there. Yes. Whereas you should be walking into the conversation going, I have as much right to be in this conversation. Like, guess what? There's two people here. Yeah. I'm here and they're there. And if they're there, I'm definitely here. Don't know if that makes any sense. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would assume the other person has the permission, but you're the only one who's asking like, yeah. and where's your ticket? You know? Yes. Is yeah. there anyone coming into the room going, sorry, to the other person going, sorry, excuse me, what are you doing here? Ex- well, exactly. Exactly. You always think, feel like you're going to get kicked out. Y- yes. And it was, it just was, it became very apparent to me because it was a room full of people who, who, who are there for me to help me. You know, I mean, it wasn't any, there was no judgment. It was just a simple like rundown of what was going on. That was it. That's all I had to say. And so... I wasn't trying to sell anything. No one was trying to sell me anything. It wasn't a pitch meeting or anything like that. So, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you just say to yourself, why, why, like, when am I going to give myself that permission? As you're talking about, like, no, like everybody else is allowed to be in this room. It's all right if I can't Mm. think of words. It's all right if I'm not incredibly articulate. No, like no no one is there as the word police going <laughs> you said but but I think you mean yes you see the thing is is this meeting can only go ahead if you remember all your words and yeah. you had one one um chance to like fuck it up and you just did it so um, yeah sorry zoom, about that zoom call is over um, could you could you click leave please could yeah. you click leave leave meeting it's up there on the top left <laughs> left <laughs> Um, someone had had no don't and now and this is the podcast where we're ripping off everybody else's um, teachings. But listen, we're, we're helping them all come together at the same oh, time yeah. in the same place. Yeah. Thoughts in a thought soup. Um, somebody had a phrase. I don't know if it's Oprah or somebody that Oprah spoke to. <laughs> really narrows it down. Gail, Gail or Stedman or one of those or, um, people. Yeah, or again, Brenny, Brenny Brown. Brenny Brown um, could be, they're good friends. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, whenever you're in the room and you're like, oh my God, look at all these people that I'm with. What am I doing here? Look at that person over there. Look at that person over there. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, no, sorry. You, you, you sorry. Yeah, you say. no, it, it was, Um. oh yeah. Remember, you're not in the room by accident. Oh, it might feel like you are because yeah. it might feel like the way you got there was purely by accident because what you're saying there was like, I left school, I did this, I did this. It shouldn't have worked out. Thing is, it did work out, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you have to worry about. It yeah. did work out. Forget about how you got there. Thing is, you're there. Yeah. And you didn't get there by accident. So if you're in the room, you're meant to be in the room. So yes. you just remind yourself that I'm in this room. That's fact, End of obviously. story. End of story. But like, oh, who who says I I don't deserve to? Uh, yeah, actually, tap into that. Um, we always talk about this. 
the cheeky 15 year old girl that's within your own yes, uh, yeah. brain that goes oh, I, I, I meant to be here shut up <laughs> that side <laughs> who just fights back do you know yeah yes. that's not in a belligerent way but just but no I think it's that, that same 15 year old girl when she, you know she was playing truant and going mm. um, I know I live in a small town in Ireland but fuck that I'm leaving I'm going to do it all my way like there had to be something where in, inside of me that went I know that everybody thinks I'm nuts for doing this but I'm I'm just going to go and give it a go because I might as well you know why, and that's what I've always that? kind of thought as well with, with life is well why don't I try and do the thing that I want to do because because I like if I fail at it fine but it, like I'm only getting this one life mm. so like le- like let's just give it a go yeah and, and yeah I know you just don't want to wake up in your older years and be like I should have just done that fucking thing. Yeah. I should have just done it. Why I'm looking do it? at the moment at my kind of, it's very, it ties into what we were saying about, uh, what you were saying about, um, uh, it's just going out of my head because I did a time check. Oh no. <laughs> no, but we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. We've got some time. Um, But I, I about the, you know, zero to seven downloading oh, yeah. into your mind. I'm mm. looking at the things that I started to believe about the world. And my, myself in the world. And I think I'm trying to oh. unpick those things now mm. and just think like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff about not feeling good enough. Especially if you ask yourself, OK, so if you spent an afternoon going, yeah. oh, God, these ways that I feel about myself, mm. for example, um, I, I, I didn't feel like I deserved to be on that call the last day. Yeah. Or I thought I did a shit job at that call. I'm a fucking idiot. I did a shit, shit fucking Zoom. Sorry, my language is atrocious no it's it's listen everyone's an adult here and if you're not please please stop listening there apologies (laughs) apologize (laughs) so if you if you said to yourself oh um these are my main things i don't feel worthy enough etc etc and you go down through your list of obstacles um and you could you could look at them through the filter of now is that was that originated from zero to seven mm-hmm. or is that something that happened as an adult? And I'm just wondering now, you know, you could pin a lot of that down to just, you know, uh, young, young mind stuff, like yes. young stuff. Yeah, young stuff. Um, Totally, because I think that there's like the original sin, you know, the thing that mm. you, the the day or the the month or the year that you decided that you weren't good enough or you decided mm. that you weren't lovable when mm. when you were way back when and then you accumulated over time uh, more kind of confirmation bias that that thing was true. Correct. And I think yeah. if you can go back and look at that. Yeah. So I'm doing a thing called revision at the moment, which is like yeah. you, you go back to something. Do you have a test coming up? Because <laughs> you know I'll fail it because I've played through it. Um, but it's, it's like you pick... Um, some life event right so some Mm. something that you learned about yourself like uh if you have abandonment issues as i do or you know feeling not good enough Mm. and then you you pick a point or you pick a thing that you can ascribe that to like for example like like you know with so with my dad my dad left when i was 18 months old and i met him like a couple of times in my life but i so I was thinking I have these abandonment issues and it plays out again and again. It plays out that um, in relationships, whether they be 
uh, romantic or friendships. Um, I get very frightened that people are going to leave me. So sometimes I leave first and, you know, that kind of thing. So I've been looking at the fact that I need to go back and revise that situation with my dad and make the outcome different. So I have to not be abandoned. Now, that sounds fucking crazy, because how can I not be abandoned by my dad? He abandoned me. So if I was mm. going to go back and say, well, that didn't happen. It's like, mm. well, do I just pretend that I, my dad was with me for my entire childhood? It's like, no, mm. you pick something in your head that would symbolize to you that your dad stayed or that, you know, that thing didn't happen or that person didn't die or whatever. And then you just loop that and play it in your head and just allow that to kind of like, like go into your subconscious mind, because basically all your subconscious mind wants to know is that it's over. It's going to keep playing out the scenario again and again because you're keeping it active because it thinks it's something really important that you need to be aware oh, of. That you can't because it's forget. Like, it's like a wound that's not healed. So mm. when you kind of give yourself an end to the story by saying, actually, my dad did stay, even though it's a weird little thing that a little like sim symbolic, uh, like five second thing that I can do in my head. I'm not explaining it well because I basically don't want to say what it is because it's personal. Um mm then there's it gives it gives your mind the closure it needs to move on so mm. i'm hoping i'm hoping for positive change phil i mean that's all i'm ever hoping for yeah i can think of one just straight off the bat there i spent years thinking that i was disgusting like disgusting like how did uh, that that hurts my heart so this is one this is one thing that is seared into my brain we're on the boat the ferry i yeah. think to france when we were kids small and I used to get travel sick. I'd say I was only about six or seven. And I was feeling awful queasy and I was going to get sick. And I said to my dad, I was like, dad, I'm, I probably didn't say it. I probably started doing the, huh, you know, the, the retching <laughs> yes, motion. Yeah. yeah. And my dad <laughs> went, I, mean, I just remember my dad grabbed me by the arm and pulling me like to the nearest door to go out on deck. So <laughs> I would get sick on deck. <laughs> In the breeze. Yes, so, yeah. You know. Outside. Um, and I remember I remember him pulling me along to the nearest door to get out on deck. And I couldn't I couldn't keep it down anymore and I did a mini vom onto the what was this? Like, you know, you know, like fairy carpet. Yeah. You know, like something out of the shining, you know. And um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like pattern. Yeah. And yeah. um so I did this little barf onto the onto the carpet and I looked up and there was a group of older girls like do you know when you're like seven and like older girls are like everything because yeah. they oh are God. judging They've got all the secrets in the world oh yeah and I looked up and there was about three of them and they had seen that I'd just done the barf and the look of disgust on their face as in like that is so disgusting and I was just thinking in that moment I just went I'm disgusting. Oh, Phil. I'm disgusting. Oh, no. And I kept that like, and that's like what you're saying there, original sin, right? So I, I judged myself in that moment and I said, I'm disgusting. And I'd say as I went through the years, I found other examples of, yep, you see, that's it. You're disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And um, God knows what those girls were thinking. I've absolutely no idea. They could have just been like, exactly. oh God, there's a child that got sick, yeah. you know, but in my mind, they were looking at me going, she's gross. And oh, no. But it's all that stuff that you internalize and you judge yourself with, and it, it, totally, yeah. And you, yeah, you make it mean something about you, whereas it's just not. It's just, mm. it's like because because all of those because because beliefs are beliefs, but they're not facts. No. So, so anything next, that you 
believe about yourself if you actually do a bit of a deep dive in not even a deep dive if you just ask yourself it's the byron katie she does the the work that's what it's oh, called yeah. it's, a, it's a few questions to ask yourself oh the yeah. yeah 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 but one of them is the same it's the same question twice yes <laughs> I don't remember. it's something um, like um is there anything i can do about it now or something <laughs> is there anything i can do about it now um <laughs> but is there but is there but, but that's a, a very good way to interrogate all of these things where you just go, that is something that just, and and especially when you can see the pattern of it, where you just go, oh, I've, yeah, I've yeah. done that again and again. So next time I feel disgusting mm-hmm. and go, oh God, I feel disgusting. I can just go, look at. It. It's like whatever you needed to do, it, whatever little visualization you need to have to convince yourself that, so whether it's you don't you didn't get sick, hmm. or or those girls weren't be. looking at me, they were looking girls, at something else. Th- yes, those girls were gone. Whatever it might be, mm. it just means that you play the story out differently in your head, and you say to your to your mind, and and that's now done. We don't need to carry that shame on us because basically, I think, and I will stop when I say this, Phil, because we're we're running out of time. But okay. it's like your brain is looking for a solution to a problem it thinks it still has. Oh, and when yes. you kind of say it's okay, that problem doesn't exist anymore. It goes okay, let me go and accept, uh, uh, like you know, obsess about what to get for dinner or right. whatever that might so be. So it's just running on silent in the background, totally, until totally. something nudges it awake. Yes, and just goes, yeah, thanks very much. Go, fuck off now. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off very much. Fuck off. And we we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> leave us <laughs> if you want to email us. <laughs> yes, at, uh, it's weheartworry at gmail is that right? We don't yeah. have to. We don't have to finish on that. I just thought it'd be funny if if, if we, we just finished. went uh, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, no. I think rude. it is a good point to end on because look, we, we've told everybody all that we can tell them. We've we've yeah. helped as much as we possibly can. Um. And we hope that that was helpful to to any of you that are listening out there. Mm. In in podcast land. Yeah. If you do want to email us, please do. If you don't, it's completely up to you. We'll not force you. It's um, fine. Look, everything's fine. If everything is fine. fine. That's no a nice pressure. way to leave it, Phil. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Especially than fuck off, isn't it? <laughs> everything's it fine. Um, listen, guys, we love you lots. Uh, yeah. Thank take you care for of listening. Yourselves. If you like this thing, this uh, show, this mm-hmm. podcast show, tell a friend. Tell a friend or a loved one. Yeah. And also, uh, you don't have to tell us, them to listen. Just tell them. Yeah, just tell, just tell them you're enjoying this podcast and no, uh, no pressure. Um, no, no pressure. Right, we'll leave it there. Lots, lots of love. Okay, lots. Of okay, love. God bless. Okay, okay. bye, bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Pencil. An actor of my experience, you just get wrong dry. A podcast sitcom with Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. I played, I played yeah. Edmund Gelder and he played Fanny Snatch. The Observer called it a lovely thing. Wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. I'm not having any more of this. I need you to pull me off immediately. Heavy pencil from Great Big Owl. <laughs>